the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, you can hear progressive liberal leftists all over the country moaning and groaning in despair. Why? Well, the uh, Commission on the Reforming of the Supreme Court has finally issued their report. Nearly 300 pages long. Now, this commission was put together by President Biden with one goal, one purpose. To give him a reason to pack the Supreme Court. Yeah, pack the court. Now, most of you know what that means. Packing the court means we now have nine Supreme Court justices. There's nothing in the Constitution that demands a particular number. But we have had nine for many, many years now, a long, 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 long time. And it's worked well. Well, right now, there is a conservative majority. That doesn't mean a whole lot. Because the only justice on the Supreme Court right now that you can actually depend upon to be conservative is Justice Thomas. You can always depend upon him to be a constitutionalist conservative, but the rest, maybe, maybe not. Even the newest justices have disappointed several times already. But... For many years, we had a liberal-dominated Supreme Court, and we as a nation have suffered the consequences. But at no time did I ever hear conservatives demanding that we pack the court. And what does pack the court mean? Change the number of justices. To how many? Well, however many you need to pack the court to your particular political persuasion. Right now, supposedly, there are three conservatives. Maybe four. So in order to get a liberal majority, you would have to add at least four new justices. 10, 11, 12, 13. Go to 13 justices, which would all be appointed by the current president, And you would literally not only be changing the makeup of the court, but the bias of the court. It would be for pure political purposes. Nothing constitutional, purely political. Which anyone should find appalling. Anyone, any reasonable person, any objective person, even a far-left liberal Democrat should find that Appalling. Because what happens? 
Well, the next time you get a conservative president, you pack the court again. And you just keep packing it every next, the next president, the next administration, until you have 417 justices. It's ridiculous. It's lunacy. But that's exactly what the liberals want. Lunacy. So anyway, 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 President Biden appointed a commission. Uh, Let's see. A 34-member panel. What is the political persuasion of this commission, this panel? 29 liberals and five conservatives. Oh, man, talk about objectivity, balance, equality. Yeah. 29 liberals and five conservatives. And the progressive left holding their breath for this report to be published. And they were hoping, 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 praying, praying, praying that this packed commission, 29 liberals and five conservatives, would release a report that says, you know what? It would be really great to pack the court. It'd be wonderful, and it would be constitutional. Well, they released their report today. 288 pages. So, what did this government panel decide? What is their conclusion? They said in 300 pages, we don't know. We, uh, we don't know. No, I'm no, I'm, I'm being serious. They came to no conclusions at all. They gave the arguments for. They gave the arguments against. It would be good for these reasons. It would be bad for these reasons. They came to no conclusions whatsoever. In 300 pages, they made, quote, no substantive recommendations, either for expanding the Supreme Court, packing, or maintaining the status quo. Now, I wonder how many millions of dollars were spent on this commission, this panel. I wonder how many thousands of hours were spent in research and so forth and writing it. Millions of dollars, maybe, I don't know, thousands, hundreds and hundreds of hours put together. And they finally put out a three, well, it's 288 pages to say, might be good, might be bad. We don't know. We don't care. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Only our government could do this. Uh, In chapter one, they outline the historical context of the Supreme Court. Quote, the commission does not attempt to resolve today's debate according to a particular historical standard, but rather to offer context for today's discussions and to underscore that debate about court reform as part and parcel of U.S. constitutional history and the development of the American political order. No conclusion. In Chapter 2, on altering the structure of the court through means, including court expansions, this is their position. 
Now, remember, the liberals were waiting with bated breath for this commission to say, yeah, expand the court, expand the court. Quote, the commission, I'm quoting, takes no position on the validity or strength of these claims because of profound disagreement among panel members. They could reach no conclusion whatsoever about expanding the court. In Chapter 3, which discusses term limits for Supreme Court members, quote, the commission again does not take a position, (laughs) but only considers design questions that would have to be addressed were term limits to be adopted. So on every topic concerning the Supreme Court that they were commissioned to deal with, their conclusion, we don't have a conclusion because we couldn't agree. Now get this, the makeup was 29 liberals and 5 conservatives. Even the 29 liberals could not agree with each other. And so the commission was useless, absolutely useless. Now, this is going to put President Biden between a rock and a hard place. The far left is going to continue to demand to pack the court. They're going to demand it. If he does, and it's very possible Joe Biden will pack the court, it's very possible that he will at least try. It will have to be approved by Congress, but please remember the Congress is controlled by the liberal Democrats. If he does, he will be doing it completely on a unilateral basis. He cannot point to the commission that he appointed himself to give him any cover. So um, it'll be completely on his own. Yeah, but look at all the things he has done completely on his own. I just think it's hysterical. Weeks and weeks, months and months, millions of dollars, and the final conclusion? We don't know. We don't know. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, this is very interesting. Um, if you if you follow the bias of the mainstream media, the right, and I'm talking politically or even religiously. The right is almost always portrayed as the mean, the mean-spirited, the cruel. Uh, And they can find some examples of extremists on the right. Uh, Politically, theologically. And they use those extremists 
to paint with a broad brush that anybody who is conservative is mean and mean-spirited. When in reality, most of the studies, most of the surveys, most of the polls indicate that the real hate, mean-spiritedness is not coming from the right, but from the left. Look at the riots of two summers ago. You all remember those, right? They were all over the country. Every major city in America, including Columbus, Ohio, had riots in the streets. Millions and millions and millions of dollars of property damage. Millions and millions of dollars in looting and theft. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people injured and dozens of people killed. Were those riots from the right or from the left? Well, any reasonable person knows they were from the left. They were not from the right. The mainstream media continues to hover over January 6th, the riot that occurred at the Capitol building. Terrible thing. It was. Now, not the demonstration that President Trump spoke at earlier in the day. That was a completely legal, lawful, and peaceful assembly. And then a couple thousand nut jobs went to the Capitol and did some horrific things. And again, I know all of the debate about the conspiracy and the police were involved. All right. That does not take away the fact that a whole bunch of right-wing people did something really bad. But that was the exception and not the rule. The rule were the riots. That all, all of them, all of them came from the ideological, political, and even theological left. Well, here is a brand new study from, um, 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 uh, I thought I wrote this down. Oh, Axios. Axios polling, which is not right wing. Axios leans to the left. And they did a survey of college students about what they would and would not do with people who voted the opposite direction from them in the last presidential election. So they were asked, who would not blank with someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate? Question number one, would you go out on a date with someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate in the last election? 31% of Republicans said, nah, I wouldn't go out on a date with someone who voted for the opposing candidate. 71% of Democrats said, "Mm -mm, no, 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 no. If they voted for Donald Trump, I'm not going to go on a date with them. Only 31% of Republicans said, I would not go on a date with someone who voted for Biden. And get this. Would you shop at or support a business of someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate. 
shop at a business. 41% of Democrats said, "Uh uh-uh, I would not even shop at a business if I knew that they didn't vote for the person I voted for. Only 7% of Republicans. In other words, 93% of Republicans would say, I don't care who people voted for, I'm going to shop. 41% of Democrats said, nope. How about would you be a friend with someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate? 37% of Democrats said, nope, I wouldn't even be friends. 5% of Republicans So in other words, 95% of Republicans said, sure, I'd be friends with somebody who voted for the opposing candidate. Then would you work for someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate? 30% of Democrats said, I'm new, I'm new, I would not even work for someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate. 7% of Republicans I find those statistics extremely disheartening, but not surprising. The liberal left is taught to hate. They are. They are taught to hate anyone who disagrees with them. And these are the people that constantly talk about tolerance, love, compassion... Again, those who talk about it the most practice it the least. Have a great evening, folks, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.